Welcome to this episode of the Growth Cast. My name is Jackson Campbell, and I'm joined here again for another extended cut episode with my friend, my mentor, the teacher, the educator, the mindset master, Dallas Pruitt. I'm very excited to be here today to introduce our new book of the month, the book that we'll be reading this month. Um, But before we do that, just a quick little rundown of the Growth Cast. Monday through Thursday, you have the opportunity to hear from Dallas Pruitt. Um, he jumps on our to the growth cast, gives daily drips, three to five minute episodes to help you get your mindset going in the right direction to start your day. Friday, the Friday episodes, Aloha Friday, I get the opportunity to jump on, interview Tyler Devereaux, CEO, co-founder of the Multifamily Mindset and managing member at Multifamily Capital Partners as well. Um, I get to jump on and interview him and pick his brain about business strategy, about mindset, about multifamily real estate. Those are very powerful episodes on those episodes as well. You'll find if you, if you dive in the Tyler from time to time, will interview very high level guests. Uh, we have, we have episodes with Inky Johnson. We have episodes with Emily Ford. We have episodes with Charlie rocket. We've got episodes with Dallas Pruitt. We've got episodes. We've got some really high level episodes on here as well. So make sure to look out for those on the Aloha Friday episodes. And then Saturday, extended cut episodes that you're listening to now with Dallas Pruitt and myself, where I get the opportunity to dive into some some mindset principles with Dallas Pruitt, interview him. And like I said, go over the book of the month. We read a book every month on the growth cast. And we'd like to jump on these episodes on Saturday to discuss the things that we're learning in that book and how we can implement them in our lives. Very excited for this episode because we get to introduce March's book of the month, March, 2023. Um, the book of the month. And I'll, I'll turn that over to Dallas. Dallas, what's going to be the book of the month this month? I was hoping you'd announce it and then I could like slowly lift it up and then strap, cue the cool music. Dun, 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 dun. Bam. Ikigai is the book that we're, we're reading. Before we jump into it though, I did want to reference something that I did not reference uh, prior to Jackson. So yes. here it is directive. You're going to find a survey in the description of today's show. If you would click on that survey and please go through and answer those questions purposefully with intent, um, we would love to hear from you. We are working on some things and uh, we just want to be weaponized with great feedback from you. Um, Feedback is what, Dallas? Yeah, feedback is our friend. Feedback Feedback is is our friend. friend. Feedback is data. Um, If you know anything about us, Dallas and I, and Tyler as well, and the multifamily mindset and the multifamily capital partners, you know that feedback is our biggest friend. We yep. love feedback. At every opportunity that we have, we we send out these feedback surveys because really we only know if we're doing good if y'all are gaining, if y'all are yeah. growing, if y'all are if y'all are heading in the right direction that you want to head. So totally. Alice, thank you for pointing that out. Yeah, definitely and jump in and blind spots are blind spots. They're they're called that for a reason. So yeah. um we appreciate the the help. We appreciate the help. Um, and so and we appreciate all of you. So there we go. Uh but Great. yeah, Iki guy. Yeah, Iki guy. So, uh, man, where do I start? Um, love yeah, this book. Some, so why do we, why did we decide to do this book this, this month now? Yeah. Well, I think, you know, one thing the listeners know is we obviously work with a lot of multifamily investors. We, we work with a lot of business owners and we ourselves are business owners. Um, we, you know, Tyler, uh, is the CEO of the multifamily mindset. We, we talk about business too. And, but that's just not the only thing we do. And, you know, success and happiness don't just come from having a successful business uh, and making a ton of money. And, you know, the secret to a long and happy life is the subtitle in Ikigai. And that comes from 
you know, an array of things and doing meaningful work. I, I think I shared with you before the show started, Jackson, I wanted to reiterate here at the beginning that if you roughly translate the word ikigai, ikigai to English, um, it actually means the happiness of always being busy. And that kind of sounds scary, I bet, for some people. Yeah. The happiness of always being busy. Maybe it almost sounds contradicting um, to some people. But really, it just boils down to, to purpose um, mm. and you know, trying to intersect these things that make up your life um, into this, you know, central intersection where everything is purposeful and Mm. meaningful and intentional. And, uh, this, this book, it, it impacted my life a lot. I mean, I, the first time I heard about Ikigai was probably six or seven years ago. Um, I had seen an image, uh, we may even work with Strat here to bust this up on, on YouTube, but it was this image that's on the back cover. And I just remember like grabbing my attention, like cool things do online. Right. And I remember just going and being like, Oh my gosh, like I want that. Like that that looks like a great life. Right. Um, it's not easy. It's not easy. It, It takes a lot of focus, um, to, you know, move into living a philosophy out every single day that, that involves, you know, figuring out what you're good at, what you can be paid for, what you're passionate about, you know, what you love to do, like all these things that make up success, happiness, and fulfillment. Um, but that's the one thing about Ikigai is again, it's a, it's a philosophy. And so it's, it's a long process. It's a long process of discovery. Mm. And I believe through my own experiences, whether it's through Ikigai and I'm going to talk or bring it into logotherapy and we'll, we'll ask some questions and maybe dive into some logotherapy stuff with Victor Frankel today. Um, but purpose is just everything. Yeah. Purpose for me through my own experiences in many different areas of life, it really just always has come back to purpose. Like purpose is what drives the needle for true success, for true happiness, for true fulfillment in life. Um, and these people of Okinawa, Japan, who these authors went in and studied and, and the, you know, the creators of this work, um, and they've also, they've been studied throughout the course of time, not just through these people because it's a blue zone and, you know, Okinawa holds more, uh, I, I don't know what the percentage is off the top of my head, but it's something like 20, 25 people for every hundred thousand people in Okinawa, Japan are uh, over the age of a hundred. So it's one of the the few areas in the world where people do truly live a long and happy life. And I don't know about you, dude, but like, that's, that's a desire I have. So anything I can learn from this is pretty awesome. Dude. I love it. I love that. We're bringing this all back in, right? Our, Our first book of the month was mindset by Carol Dweck. Our second book of the month was ownership was, was extreme ownership by Jocko Willink and um, Leif, Leif Babin. Those are pretty intense books. If I'm, if I'm being completely honest yeah. with you, especially, especially um, extreme ownership, it's a pretty intense book. It's a pretty intense book and intense principles. I love that now we're into March. We're moving to more of a well-rounded and centered, like balance, purposeful, um, purposeful type of a book so that we can apply those mindset principles and the ownership that we learned into like how we can really shape, shape our, our, our purposeful life. 
Right? Yeah, our Hardy experience. Guy. Yeah, our our experience. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So cool. It's very powerful. Um, you know, I think fundamentally with Ikigai, the question that's asked, and maybe it's the question, the better question we ask today, uh, for for everybody that's a part of this is just like, what's your reason for being? You know, is it is it to go make tons of money? Maybe I mean, it's something to think about, but you'll find, I would argue through the work that I've done with lots of people, the, the work I've done on my own, you're not going to find that answer. No, you know, in terms of like your unique reason for being yeah. money is a tool. It, it amplifies and it's important, you know, it is, but it is dude. I, one thing that, as you were talking that I wanted to, that I wanted to shine a light on as well is you said, you, you at one point said, if I can learn anything from that book, that would definitely uh, benefit and bless my life. And you were talking about if you could learn how to make your whole life purposeful, like even if you pull out a couple of things, it'll, it'll benefit you, right? I love that you said that because isn't that what we're all trying to do? Aren't we all trying to have like a purposeful, well-rounded, full life? where we're maximizing our time at work and making the impact towards our purpose that we're trying to, to achieve when we're at home, we're focused, we're, we're where our feet are so that we can make the biggest impact and, 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 and bless the people that are around us in our family homes and our friend lives. Like I said, at work, are we, isn't that what we want, dude? Isn't like that what we're all trying the, to do? That's the goal. That's the major goal. And I love that we're talking about this book because often, and I've, I'll bring up those other two books. We get hung up on certain aspects of the journey, like ownership. We get hung up on mindset. We get hung up on these different aspects when really from Ikigai, from what you're telling me and what we're going to learn from this book, I haven't read it. So I'm super excited to dive into this. I only read the back of the book and from talking to you about it. But what it sounds like is how are you going to, Ikigai essentially sounds like, correct me if I'm wrong, how to implement all of these different mindset principles the correct way to live a happy, balanced, fulfilled, and productive life yeah. is what it sounds like. And I, I can't wait to dive in. Yeah, it's a recipe for living uh, properly, you know, in my, yeah. in my opinion. And um, it, the Okinawans, as you read it, they essentially explain or break down Ikigai as like their reason for getting up in the morning, mm. right? And it's, it's been interesting because as I've, you know, pursued or, or worked to discover, I think is, is better, like worked to discover what my Ikigai is. Um, I have found, you know, more and more out about that through my experiences. And, and I can say that like, that is the reason I get up every day, you know, like my Ikigai is truly the reason why I get up every day. And, and, you know, it's attached to literally every facet of like my passion, my vocation, you know, what I love, like all of it. And and that is again, like help people adopt and feed a growth mindset and everything they do. I do that as a dad, as a father, uh, as a husband, you know, in my vocation, like all these things have kind of started to come closer and closer together. And man, it's been extremely beneficial for my overall well being. And it's no wonder that, you know, there's these people that have thrived and, but it's not just that too, right? Like it talked about diet in the book. It talks about diet. It talks about getting outdoors. It talks about, um, the importance of, you know, just your overall well being and strategically designing your days around those things that matter 
and making time for them. You know, one of the, one of the sequences that I, I wrote down as I was studying for today was, you know, what you're good at, what you love, what the world needs, what you can be paid for. Like that is that intersection of Ikigai. And really I would argue that it's this state of living where you're, you're in flow. It's not mm -hmm. like you're in stress and anxiety. You're more yeah. in flow and you know where your feet need to be because you've, you've paid attention. You've done that work and you're constantly discovering that, right? So you know where your feet need to be. And then you know, when you get there to that spot, that next spot, right? Whether it's, you know, what you're good at or what you love or what the world needs or whatever, like you, you do a really good job of being right there where your feet are and experience that experiencing that moment, regardless of the circumstance, right. That surrounds you in a state of like gratitude and a state of joy, right. Regardless of the circumstance, because you know who you are, you know, what, how your uniqueness, you know, that, you know, who, again, like you are you and this present moment needs that. And it's, there's just this peace that comes from, from living that way. Um, and instead of living in this state where you're constantly feeling like you're running something down and chasing something, you know, that's where this like friend or like starts to bleed into, and sorry if I'm getting carried away here, but it's like oh. where it starts to intersect and cross over with logotherapy and Victor Frankl, you know, Victor Frankl through all of his work basically broke down, uh, man, you know, his book titled man's search for meaning, right? Like, and, and, and it, it's purpose. It's just purpose, like boiled down to one word, it's purpose. And, but he also talks about how success seems to be this thing that people are in constant pursuit of. Um, there's these different things that represent success, but like success really isn't a pursuit. Success is something that ensues when you make proper decisions that are in alignment with what these things are that Ikigai breaks down. And that's being on both sides, having lived <laughs> in both those states of pursuit and a daily constant consistent approach to you know allowing success to ensue through the choices i make and getting in alignment with this type of philosophy it's completely different ends of the spectrum in terms of overall well-being and health that's so powerful that's i'm so excited to dive into this book dude as you're talking as you're like going through what you just went through what came back into my mind as you were talking about it was it's the state of flow, right? But at the very beginning of the episode, you said that Ikigai, you told us what Ikigai means, and it's the happiness of being busy. Is that, did, I, did I remember that right? Yeah. So if it's it, the happiness of being busy, I think sometimes we like we fall into the trap of thinking that busy is good. But from everything that you just broke down for me, it's not as much of finding happiness and being busy. It's making your busy what you want it to be so you're happy being busy what's the purpose to the busy right right like like the busy shit that you're doing is what, does what that you want to be doing yeah is it moving you in the direction is it is it all of those things what you're good at what you love to do what you get paid for what is it all of those things that you're being busy towards and that's what I, that's what that's what i pulled from that am i getting am i understanding that absolutely correctly? okay absolutely and i'll i'll take i'll take that and i'll raise you one more so Go. there was um so in the Japanese language, there, there is no word for retirement. There's mm -hmm. no like literal translation, translation for the word retirement. Um, meaning like in the sense of, if you define it as like leaving the workforce in Western culture, like my mom, my dad, my grandma, my grandpa, 
my friends. <laughs> There's a lot of people. Again, no judgment. It's just reality of we're taught that we work hard, we do everything we can to get a good job and make as much money and take care of our finances as we possibly can so that we can retire and live the good life, go on trips, yeah. go live in that house uh, on the beach, you know, whatever. And <laughs> I don't know if I'm just weird, but that never really settled in really well with me. Yeah. And, but it makes I, sense now. And, it makes and, sense why that didn't settle. Yes. Yeah. And so, but then I found this that, so then I found it so interesting that like in the Japanese language, there is no literal translation for that. And that, but, the, but I also look back and I, I, I recognize why that was, because as I looked to leaders, as I looked to the happy, the truly, like the truly happy people that like got me excited, that like motivated me to want to be like them, like because of their character, because of what they did for others and their literal overall, like countenance and magnetic like attraction because again of their character and the level of attitude they brought to the work the purposeful oh, work they did those were the people that i was always drawn to like those were the ones that i always kind of sat down and reflected upon and sat and thought like wow like what are they doing like wh why are they that way why are they that way why are they that way and and so it made sense like as i started i'm like oh so like you know, my mission president who is a retired dentist and is like living away from his family in a foreign country who is, you know, basically adopting a hundred men, you know, young men and women as his own kids to take care of him in a foreign country. And like, he's happier than any human I have seen. Isn't that interesting. And he's extremely in an, or he's in an extremely like what most people would perceive as like uncomfortable or a nuisance, maybe but he doesn't perceive it that way. Right. And so like that always intrigued me and it all makes sense. As you kind of follow that path, you look to those examples and you start to walk, talk and act and learn like they did. But, but really that starts with like asking the question of like, why are they the way they are? Like These critically, are critically think about life for five seconds. Yeah. You know, it's, it's powerful, dude. If And I think that that's why I'm so excited to read this book is to get to that point. And I'm excited for all of us to read it together and like discuss these things is because isn't that where we're trying to get, dude, to that point where it's yeah. like we don't want to even stop working because it's so purposeful, because it's so meaningful. It's like retirement's not even a thought. The word leaving the workforce isn't even a thought, dude. It's like we're so passionate and fulfilled and well-rounded with what we're doing that we never even want it to end, dude. That's a beautiful thing. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. It is. It is, man. And it keeps, here's the other thing about it. So again, the book, we, we won't dive into every single detail, detail about the book because we want to encourage you to read it. But yeah. the interesting data behind it is they found that because of the way these people live, which is in accordance with what we just broke down, that is a huge part as to why there are more centenarians that live mm. in this section of the world than anywhere else. Right. So I, I will take my grandmother, for example, my grandmother, um, my grandmother doesn't have the best diet. My, my grandmother um, doesn't work out every day. She doesn't do cold plunges. She doesn't do all these things. Now, I'm not saying those things aren't great. They should. They're, they're awesome. You should do them. You should, you should keep, keep yourself in check. Right. But my grandma is extremely healthy. She's 80. What is she? 85. 
She doesn't skip a beat. She serves at the hospital as a pink lady. She serves her community. She's, she's busy. She is engaged in purposeful, meaningful, happy, happily engaged in all of that busy work. Yeah. I guarantee you, and that's just not me rocket firing, shooting from the hip, but in accordance with data that's out there regarding this topic, it's a huge contributing factor to your overall quote unquote success in your life and living that long, happy, fulfilling life, right? Meaningful, purposeful work. Dude, can I break down five things before we bust out? Because again, this is like this intersection of, you know, no, bro, I want to save it for the next one. And I feel like okay, should we reserve I it? feel like we've given so we're much on this one. I don't want to. Okay. We're going to bust. I, I'm glad you blocked me off there. We're going to bust into five specifics next week that, that bring a lot of this together. Some bullet points. We'll go through them. Um, gosh, we might get on such a roll. We might have to go two months on this, but I like, it. obviously it was your passion, but again, this month dedicated towards, you know, training out, creating actionables, diving deeper into increasing our competency and knowledge on how we can all live a longer, happier, more fulfilling, more successful life by the way of Ikigai. I'm excited to keep jumping in, man. So awesome. Dallas, thank you so much for your time and your efforts and your studies that you do prior to these events or to these podcasts that, that make them so, so powerful and so good. So thank you, brother. Thank you to everybody that's listening. Um, please leave us a rating and a review if you haven't. And then one more reminder, click the link in the bio for that survey, fill out that survey. It's going to help us a ton. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in Dallas. Thank you again, my, thank man. You, my Tune man. in next week as we dive more into Ikigai. This is going to be a fun one. Take care y'all.